Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined in studio by Rhino today. And don't forget that today is a great day to jumpstart your planning of a Mississippi getaway. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. And today, if you take time to go to supertalk.fm slash watch, you will see I am not alone in the studio today. I have Dr. Cindy Ayers Elliott. She is a farmer. She is a teacher. She is a cheerleader, an activist, not to mention she's my friend, and she is a fellow Mississippian. So welcome, Cindy. Thank you, Rebecca. And it's always a pleasure to be here. And just to be in your presence, even at a distance, I'm so happy to see you. I missed you. Oh, I've missed you, too. And I've been so long since we've had you. Um, I don't think we've ever had you on Good Things, but I've had you on previous shows here on Super Talk. And so this just feels like a good time to introduce Mississippi to all that you are up to, because it's nothing but good. I got tickled, though, Cindy. Ten, I read where 10 years ago, you were quoted by saying that you would not classify yourself as a farmer, that you had never grown anything except for flowers, and even those were plastic. <laughs> and I'm like, that is a girl after my own heart. So how does someone who goes from having plastic flowers to now becoming a, a farmer with, t- with 10 years under her belt? It's amazing. And a full-time farmer, I might add. And I'm still doing flowers. However, now they're for pollinators and for selling and they're beautiful and they're real and you know they come in all different colors I'm happy about that but uh, I am great I'm having a great time um, being a farmer and being a part of this agricultural center is amazing and it is so much so many things make up agriculture when you think about putting a seed in the soil but when you really think about putting that seed in the mines and expanding that's the part we're doing and that's what footprint farm mission is and it's just expanding out and we're having a great time 10 years ago well 10 years ago life sure didn't look like it we does were only today. 16 but ten, <laughs> <laughs> but 10 years ago your life uh, you know Cindy looked completely different so give us a little bit of background about where you were when the Lord struck you and said you need to head back south go to Mississippi and start a farm absolutely after 9-11 which I was part of the investment bank world and you know I gave up my red bottoms and high heels for work boots and the good Lord did not make a mistake believe me um, after 9-11 I came back home full-time to my great state of Mississippi which I love and have always loved and even more of a passion for home I came back and I didn't know what I was gonna be when I grew up so I uh, ended up doing some things with a foundation um, in the Delta, working with a lot of small farmers and small businesses to help bring economics, economic development to the area. So from that to coming home, I did that five years and working with that foundation. Um, coming home and just looking around to say, okay, now what am I going to do when I grow up? What am I going to do? My sons are LeGrand and Eric or in college or they're gone. Now they have their own families. So um, farming 
was not the intent. I didn't think I would be a farmer. I thought I would be a change agent working with maybe policies or in an area with economic development or how we get better for people, um, but not a farmer. I mean, I'm talking about in the soil with the tractors and hands-on with the high tunnels. I am a farmer. <laughs> so how, but you, and you're still a change agent. Let me just say that you you definitely have found your back door into getting those policy changes and the greater conversation going. And maybe that just started with you having your hands and your feet in the dirt. Maybe that was just the way that it was meant to be. Um, but why? But you know, your farm footprint farms. When we think of farmers in Mississippi, usually we go straight to more of the rural areas. We go mm -hmm. to the Delta. We go to um, you know everywhere in between. We don't think about urban farming. And if we do, we we just think about, oh, that's cute. You have some, you know, pots on your back porch or you have a little bit of a rooftop um, garden or whatever it may be. But you chose Jackson, Mississippi as a place to do six. How many acres do you have? We have 68 acres and 50 more that's coming on board. Right. To, to start a farm. So I'm curious, why, like, why Jackson? Why did you choose to, to be an urban farmer, like mm -hmm. all-encompassing farmer, versus going to where, I guess, it made more sense? Maybe traditional well first of all Jackson is home and has been home for many many years even though I was working in other places I always loved this I only played taxes in one place one state I only I only voted in one state and that's Mississippi now I paid through the nose to live other places but this has always been my route in doing that um, the farm is a 68 acre farm but I had purchased that for my 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 livelihood that was home that was my my retreat that's where my boys was reared so being in Jackson and having acreage I didn't know these acreage would be a farm I had said retirement coming up but I'll buy this for retirement because I've had this since 94 that I would you know wait for it and build I never knew I would be building high tunnels and greenhouses and looking at opening up um, acreage for growing trees and a lot of veggies. And so, goats. And goats. And it's inside the city limits. It's inside the city of Jackson. And so I really started getting a focus on urban farming and how we could help impact urban areas. Because when you think about it, all the farmers that's in rural need urban. They need the people there to actually buy their goods. So. It made sense to me that, okay, I'm here and the people are here. That should be a good combination on what I would produce to have my market. And my market is my backyard, truly, here in the city. But the state of Mississippi now, we've expanded from just in the city of Jackson, even though we grow right here. Um, we're now serving a lot of Mississippi, especially the Delta area. So we actually run vans now and trucks two days a week uh, to the Mississippi Delta where we're working with a lot of health professionals and health clinics where we're actually putting fresh local grown food into food deserts or into areas that's not growing and don't have grocery stores. So by working with this partnership with health clinics and we're working with diabetes prevention programs, which is again is a big part of health mm -hmm. and I still believe and know health is wealth. And doing this time right now, even more so on how you can really appreciate health um, and being able to have it. But wealth part of this still e exists because working the soils, working the land, and taking care of the earth is still a big part of my mission. Because I wanted to hear for my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren for us to be doing something that's setting a positive foundation yet still taking care of this earth that we have. Yes, and that is all 10 years in the making. 
making but we go back to the first Cindy and you decided okay I've got my retreat here that I, I bought as sort of my retirement uh, spot and it's beautiful you open you open your farm up to anyone listening who wants to come and visit Absolutely. I've come and visit with with one of my girls and the other one has she's not big enough she is big enough now but she wasn't big <laughs> enough uh, there at that time she wasn't even thought of at that time but um but where did you start because wh how do you look out your backyard and just go okay I'm gonna be a farmer and just go to drilling digging up holes or wh where did you plant first <laughs> absolutely this is this is I planted first in my tennis court believe it or not because when I first started the the farm was not a farm it was grass and it was rolling hills and the tennis court uh, my son was no longer there paying tennis, so I was just sitting there. But I was really looking at and, and passing the word and information about the farm bill to a lot of the farmers, especially to minority farmers, black farmers, farmers of color. Small farmers say, this is available through the farm bill. These things are right here. And they looked at me and they said, baby girl, you don't know anything about farming and about uh, this system. So that really triggered me to, okay, I got to do something so to get their attention so I actually started growing in raised beds in my tennis court so my tennis court was converted to the Serena Williams tennis garden so, <laughs> I love I, it. so I started growing little cherry tomatoes and the bell peppers and the spinach and then I was amazed myself my gosh you put this little seed in this little soil and you go out and you you talk to it and you started seeing things sprouting up and then all this fruit and it says oh my gosh now what am I gonna do it's food everywhere and that just showed me that I could it really works I mean you really can do these things and then of course the policies that I was talking to them about or the changes I then went back and says now listen if if I can do it anybody can because I can't grow flowers remember what a plastic so now we're talking about policies that affect what you do and yet still there's an action that goes with that well and it sounds I mean to from your perspective it was like you you, you know sometimes we we want to tell people there's these opportunities mm -hmm. out there for economic development for farming for all of these resources but for whatever reason it's like ah that works for someone else it can't work, work for, for me. me and you said no watch I'll do it I'll prove it and now let me teach you and that's kind of you. also what you've been doing for the last 10 years is teaching and giving back and pretty much shaking your fist at people saying <laughs> we need more farmers in Mississippi and it's a livelihood that you can you know that can be uh, respected and can be promoted and can earn you a living and that's exactly what it's doing for Dr. Cindy Ayers and we're going to learn more about Footprint Farms coming up next here on Good Things. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at newcaremd.com today. 
to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910 and online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. With springtime right around the corner, it's time to start thinking about your lawn equipment needs. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your Xmark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all Xmark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old Xmark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new Xmark Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Xmark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Xmark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop, shop smartly, shop Hartley. This Friday, February 12th, Juniker Jewelry is having a special Valentine's event. That's right. Christopher Designs will be here with their entire collection of incomparable Chris Cut Diamonds. One of the most beautiful, most awarded diamonds ever created. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein, inviting you to Juniker Jewelry's Christopher Designs Valentine's Trunk Show. Come experience the Chris Cut Original Emerald Cut, Oval, Cushion, and Asher Cut Diamonds, and his new collections of rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Our Christopher Designs stylist will be here to personally help you create a one-of-a-kind Chris Cut Diamond engagement ring. Or the ultimate Valentine's gift for the woman you love. This Valentine's, come shop 10 times the diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best price in the state. The Christopher Designs Valentine's Trunk Show. This Friday, February 12th, only at Juniker Jewelry Company. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. We're here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. things wants to remind you that there are some great 
things to do in Mississippi, even unique places to visit. So we'll head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And we've got more on our new website than you can have time to look for during at least one show. It's the new Super Talk Mississippi uh, website. So at supertalk.fm, you can now listen, you can watch, you can do just about anything you can imagine. We have got news, we've got sports, we've got podcasts all in one place for you. So if you haven't had time, do it today. Go to supertalk.fm and go ahead and click the watch button. And you will see that I'm not alone today in the Good Things studio. We are continuing the conversation with my friend, Dr. Cindy Ayers, as I mentioned earlier, a farmer, a teacher, a cheerleader, an activist, and a fellow Mississippian. I want to get to the teacher part, though, because you started Footprint Farms 10 years ago, kind of out of a way to prove to the ones you were trying to encourage that there were resources and tools available to make farming a viable a viable option, a viable occupation here in Mississippi. Absolutely. And so what are some of those tools that you use? And you continue to this day talking to, you know, other farmers that they should take advantage of. Absolutely. And there's so much that's out there, more now than ever, um, because of how important and what we are making important is food and where our food comes from, that more opportunities is opening up. And now as an urban farmer, you don't have to have all these hundreds of acres uh, in order to be successful and to make money and to serve. Um, when we look at urban and now as farmers, small spaces, I mean, now we're doing growing water base. There's so much opportunity there. Through USDA, which is one of the major implements for being able to do anything in agriculture, is, is available. And now urban farms is now part of the farm bill. So opportunities and dollars are available for, for things we need in order to take care of the earth. When you think about USDA and their mission, it's about taking care of the earth, the soil, the water, and the air. So everything we do as farmers impacts our environment. Whether you're on 100 acres, or you are on 10 your acres, backyard. or you're in your backyard Absolutely. with a raised bed. Absolutely. Yeah. Because when you look at what you want to do and how you do it, it impacts. If you're looking at the water you're using or what you're putting into the earth and to the aquifer, you know, what are you throwing away? We need to think about these things. A lot of people don't realize that when you're disposing of not just chemicals, but furniture, old bottles, all things that you're putting into your water system, that impacts water. That impacts your drinking water and, and everything. So it's a whole nother cleaning section that goes with that. But working with uh, USDA and especially NRCS, which is a national, um, the national part of uh, looking at taking care of specifically the earth, um, and it's one of the ones that any farm can go to, any person can go to, to get information about what's available to help. So NRCS under USDA is definitely the area to go to look at. And I know, too, you're a pioneer, at least for women farmers here, urban women farmers for sure here in Mississippi. And I know there's a lot of resources that other ladies who may also enjoy, you know, uh, growing or gardening mm -hmm. may not realize that they could take their passion that's usually just during the summer season and maybe turn it into a real side hustle. 
and be able to give that back to farmers market or hopefully once our restaurants are back going full force yes. which we know they will uh, you know supplying that farm to table sort of fresh produce to their local main streets so what's out there for us ladies oh yes it's a lot out there for women and not just from USDA but also from foundations and the other nonprofits that are actually focusing on business development and again you can grow this in your flower beds you can grow in your backyards on your stoops even looking at aeroponics and doing water-based growing where you need no land at all and no tools the only thing you need Rebecca you're gonna love this is scissors <laughs> I can do that <laughs> and a little love and a little patience and looking at and understanding uh, the science which is another way that we can also teach uh, households and and our children on understanding science more and food and ag is science it's science it's math it's biology it's marketing it's all of these great things and it's available uh, right now my 4-H group and one of the 4-H groups that we're working with now have drones as part of the agriculture experience what? and utilizing the technology I mean yeah. you should see the difference that it makes so you got to use what we have now in order to make everything better you know, it's not my great-grandmother's farm anymore. It's a new way. It's a new face of farming. It's a new way to farm. And yet still, you can empower oneself. Uh, I'm encouraging more entrepreneurs to look at agriculture. And if you don't just want to put the seeds in the soil, look at everything else that's there. Every component that you can think of is a part of ag. And just look at that as a career or a second career or doing what we do at Footprint Farms, just putting down roots and making things available to help others by growing healthy local affordable foods. Well, when you talk about helping others, I mean, the last year or just the season that we're all in together, now more than ever, the conversation of just getting enough food or our friends and families having enough food is has always been at the top of, of at least conversation, at least here in Mississippi. Mississippi, but now more than ever, it's a national headline where you recognize that, shoot, a lot of families are only a few paychecks away from, you know, not having anything to eat or making tough decisions. And if you can bring back that sort of empowerment of growing some of your own food or having sort of a community idea, and no, it would never out, you know, outdo local grocery stores. We're beyond that and sort of, you know, evolution and, and with communities and stuff. But you can start to supplement back. You can start to have a at least that foundation with with the farm to table kind of mindset from your own backyard or with within your community because when poop hits the fan I mean you don't want it to have to come on a big truck to, to get to you right? <laughs> Absolutely well just think about it even with our grocery stores you know during this time especially in 2020 the grocery store shelves were what? Empty! Yeah. And they were empty because you know the trucks and how that food chain works could not get to us. That's the reason we here at Mississippi have to be more sustainable and more direct in what we're doing in order to be able to produce more food for our citizens here and to do value added. You know, food waste is still a big thing. It's still a big problem here in the country. Which is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. And when you look at people who are still hungry or communities that need a lot more than they're receiving, and you wonder why. Uh, because we need to do more value added. This little tomato that has a little spot that's not so pretty, almost like me, not so pretty, but still good, that uh, you can make tomato sauce or tomato paste or start this as a soup starter. So it's a lot of things that we can do and create jobs at the 
same time. And you could grow it, you can can it, you can sell it, then you can turn around and you can buy it. And you're doing all of this within your communities, within your state. So more revenue comes, more people are working, more people have better health because they have access. And there's nothing better and nothing more that we need is access uh, to help Which make a difference. Which was a problem with food in Mississippi long before the pandemic. Long before. It just exacerbated the issue whenever, you know, something like um, like this sort of comes along. I think uh, at one time, at least 10 years ago, I know the average Mississippian was, was about 27 miles from a grocery store. And there's a good chance you're listening to good things. And you know, you when you load up to go into town, you load up to go in to get everything that you need and you don't want to go back except, you know, until you have to. You and, have to. and so, you know, whenever that became, you couldn't do that or even those those grocery store shelves got, got bare, then things kind of got scary. Yeah. yeah. And that's where a farmer comes into play. That's where a farmer, and especially local farmers. I mean, we farmers all over the country, but when you think local, I mean, right in your community, in your counties, how many farmers are there? And ones that are new farmers that are coming in and starting to understand the importance of being able to supply. The supply and demand is still there, which is still a way of economics that we have to look at. And you yourself understand the importance of have, having healthy foods and access to healthy foods. Even if you're just growing your some greens in your backyard, if you're just growing for you and your family, putting something green on the on your table. And when we look at our food banks right now and how much they are in demand and people needing food, we still have a lot of canned food, though, not as much fresh for many, many reasons. And that's how farmers, especially local farmers, can help supplement to get you something fresh, to get you something there on your table as well. I would assume one of the biggest questions you get, Cindy, from other people who are curious about becoming a farmer um, would be, is the demand going to be there? Because I can, I can work, 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 work and create all the supply that, you know, my, my fields or my backyard or my containers or my high tunnels or whatever it may be, but, but will the buyer be there and you would say yes I mean we still have to eat every day three times a day sometimes four more than we need but yes the demand is definitely there uh, it's not going anywhere unless we go and we're not going anywhere we've got more with Dr. Cindy Ayers coming up next here on Good Things I can guarantee that you're gonna have a ball learning how to do the watermelon Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once a year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at mypureairconsultants.com. That's mypureairconsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Green, the new degree of comfort. 
I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the Dixie National Rodeo at the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson, February 11th through 17th. It's the greatest show on dirt. Excitement from cowboys and cowgirls competing for over $100,000 on world-class Harper Morgan livestock. Entertainment from world champion trick roper Ryder Kisner. And an all-star concert lineup featuring the Oak Ridge Boys, Parker McCollum, Mo Bandy, I'm Bandy the Rodeo Clown, John Conley, but these rose colored glasses, Sawyer Brown, all but some girls do, Justin Moore, yeah, that's why we drank, and Riley Green, all brought to you by John Deere, Ram Dealers of Mississippi, Southern Ag Credit, Trustmark, McLean Resort, and Clinton Body Shop. I'm Andy Gibson, and I hope to see you there. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learn how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman says there was an issue with the vaccine rollout to nursing homes. We did not get to the nursing homes as quickly as we should have. Now we is Walgreens. We might as well call it out what it is. And about two weeks ago, we realized that they were not making the distributions. And in conference calls with our, our chairman of public health and others, when they were pressing on this issue, Walgreens said, well, we don't have enough people to get to all of the nursing homes. Well, he knew that when you signed a contract. Hoseman says while they have been able to accelerate the distribution, it should have been done a month ago. And on February 12th, Tougaloo College will be joined by one of the lead experts on the COVID-19 pandemic. During a virtual panel discussion, Dr. Anthony Fauci will speak on the impact of COVID-19 on minority communities in Mississippi. The event will be live-streamed on Tougaloo's YouTube channel. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. 
The 2021 Virtual Vaping Summit, hosted by Enrich Mississippi and partially funded by the Mississippi State Department of Health, will be on February 4th. You'll learn about e-cigarettes from medical and psychology professionals, debunking vaping myths, vaping in schools, parent and youth testimonials, and a legislative roundtable. This is a great opportunity to learn more about the vaping crisis affecting our youth. To register, visit enrichms.org slash summit. To sponsor, contact Jill Gordon at jillg at enrichms.org. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. From hunting and fishing to just about anything outdoors here in the Magnolia State, you'll find out what new adventure is waiting for you Mondays at noon with Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks, you'll explore the wonders of your state's natural resources and experience the thrill of outdoor adventure. That's Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show, Mondays at noon, here on Super Talk Mississippi. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. is all about is meeting in the middle and doing your part and Dr. Cindy Ayers is definitely doing her part in Mississippi to help um, advocate for farmers and she's a teacher as I mentioned she's even a cheerleader I love that because you are you're just a a God-given cheerleader to help encourage others who may think that they want to farm or take their gardening to the next level. I know, um, you know, Larry and Jackson texted in and was like, is she a gardener or a farmer? Well, she is a full-time farmer, but she is encouraging anyone to either take that leap to become a farmer in whatever mm-hmm. capacity or boost your gardening game to Absolutely. where you can you can give a giveaway. You are um, celebrating 10 years no. with the Footprint Farms in Jackson. I've always wanted to ask you, uh, Cindy, the the logo with the foot is there a story behind that oh it is of course um uh, i was working with my 4-h group which is the george washington carver future scientists of america and we were looking at i was looking at what am i going to brand myself with you know and believe it or not one of our students actually drew that and i was saying we needed something that's original but yet still will be memorable you know and you said you know, like like a bottle cap like a pepsi cola bottle or something utilizing what's there and he says ah and i says aha uh-huh. and this footprint is that we have to make an imprint somewhere in our lives and this footprint will do this and it was all about the poem you know you know says you know it says why did you forsake me ask god why did you forsake me and he said i did not forsake you at that time i was carrying you so that footprint in the sand pretty much says it all for for how i feel about being able to grow or to be in agriculture is that i'm being carried by the ancestors and of course by the almighty to do all of this that we're doing and in just in 10 years 
Rebecca, so much has happened. We've we've grown so many pounds of food, truly been able to change lives and to help empower self, people's self, to do things that they normally wouldn't do or didn't think they could and start a whole different career. And these are young men and young ladies, but especially my young men who started with me as a 4-H or now or uh, agricultural farmers and they're teaching and they're now serving our country and they're seeing things so differently just by that little seed in the soil that changed so many things for them and that's worthwhile. Well and it's we started this conversation on good things talking about uh, Cindy you could have chosen anywhere in Mississippi to sort of you know grow, uh, get acreage and start a farm but you chose Jackson Mississippi an urban farmer for specific reasons and you've been giving back to those students here in the urban area whom for any other reason probably would have never stepped foot on a farm yeah. and so you when you say you're giving back to 4-H kids this is a 4-H club that's not where you would normally expect there to be interaction with animals and plants and harvesting and doing all of those things I mean we take for granted that usually it's our rural counties that really hop in and do that which they do amazing things nothing against that but we need to bring some of that into our urban as well absolutely they need to know where their food comes from and to actually see it more and feel it more than on a video screen or on a TV show. You know, they came and they see cows and they says, wow. I said, yeah, and they don't talk either, but they do produce milk. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chocolate one. I have to, a quick story. When I brought my daughter out there to uh, to your farm, Footprint Farm, Cindy, it was the first time she had seen goats and, and I had seen goats. And I think she had, uh, she asked you, she was like, Miss Cindy, what's their names? And I got so tickled because you said, well, there's cash and there's flow. <laughs> and it went right over her head. But I laugh. I have told that story I don't know how many times because it's also a means for a farmer to make a living is having livestock that looks all different shapes and sizes other than just your cows or your mm -hmm. horses or, or whatever that may be. It is. And, uh, of course, they're so cute, too. And and you get to, to get a whole different feeling about uh everything you know the earth the animals and you take good care of them because they take good care of us um, but it's again it's another way of looking at what we do and how we live now I have a lot of uh, young people come out a lot of students have come a lot of adults have come and that's the first time they've seen a as they say a real goat or get close to a real cow and they're just in awe I said yeah it's amazing but in urban areas you know our our people, our, our urbanites, need to understand more and to take better care of what they have, uh, you know, with our cities and our streets and our, our vacant lots, and to utilize a lot of those. I mean, we could be doing more community-type gardens in a lot of these lots, um, and I'm working with a lot of great people that's doing that, uh, a lot of churches, a lot of nonprofits. Um, we've actually formed a land trust um, here with the community that we're working with. And we're now um, buying these lots or getting these lots and cleaning them up and actually helping people to actually start by utilizing these lots to grow on. Or we're going to be doing some infilling of some new housing. We're taking down a lot of this in the areas that's close to our schools. We've just finished working with us called the Bottom 
Gardens. And it's called Lake Elementary School. It's next door to that. We actually work with Rosemont Human Service and Rosemont Church and a couple other Mississippi foundations to actually create an educational park that's right in front of the school. So the school can use it when the kids come back to school, but the parents and the community can use it. And we have a gazebo there. We got a little walking trail. And it used to be a drug-infested house. Now it's a pride of the community. Um, and people are coming in. And they bought into this. They're now keeping it clean. They're keeping it safe. They're keeping vandals out. They're making that community hold again. And that's that sense of pride that comes with that. So, Rebecca, when we say we do more than just plant seeds in the soil, we plant seeds in the mines. And that is to encompass because it's so much that has to be done. And there's so many people out there that can do it. A lot of times you just got to give them that, that know-how and sometimes that little push and even sometimes that kick <laughs> to get on and to get involved and to see that, yes, one person can make a difference. If you're just keeping your yard and you're planting some flowers or some mustard greens or some Swiss char, then you're doing something that's helping yourself, but it's also helping the beautification of your community. And people walking by now and stopping truly to smell the roses. And it's all a ripple effect, right? I mean, yes. 10 years ago, again, your story started where you came back home from working in, in New York and you decided to, as your words, put your high heels up and grab some work boots. Yes. And I have to ask, though, what, where were you when you decided you wanted to be in investment banking and even go to New York? Because it feels like you've made this 360 degrees. I mean, were you just itching to get out of Mississippi at one point? I mean, like so many of us kind of feel and then came back or? Well, well, you know, for, for me, and it started right here, I was the administrative assistant to State Treasurer Marshall Bennett for a lot of my working life. So it was through the Mississippi Treasury that I really got the information and knowledge about banking, about we had the state of Mississippi funds that we took care of. So I had a big bank to work with. So it started from that and understanding the financial wherewithal and working with the pension funds and looking at, again, what makes this world turns and how does it impact so for me going from the treasury and then um, working later with uh, governor came in with governor winner he actually brought me in to introduce me to marshall bennett so that's how for our root goes back uh, in my for my family history of knowing governor winner to say this is a young man that we were really pushing support so from that into other things, we were part of starting the first African-American-owned bank in Mississippi um, since Reconstruction. And that was from the information and what I learned from being uh, with the Treasury and then from the banking of uh, local banks to New York to investment banking. So it was just turning. I never knew that all that banking information and all of that would actually bring me back to farming. And it's still banking. It still works together. You still got to have the information and the funding or know how it works. Where does the money flow from? How does it work? How do you leverage that? Where can you get it? What else is available? And during my, my lifetime, my travels and my other life in those high hills, we made a lot of great friends. Um, we were we met a lot of great people. We helped a lot of people but along the way. But those friendships and that information and that armor that I was able to to earn and to go back to still knock on doors. Michael Bloomberg was in Mississippi. You know, he was the mayor <laughs> when I was in, in New York and a big part of this working with the Bloomberg information. So you never know 
who you meet and what they end up being in your life. And you never know too where when your life is on that when you're young and your life is on that trajectory of going up one ladder, yeah. you may get to a rung and realize, hey, maybe this isn't leaning up the right against the right building. And you always can take that knowledge and the, mm -hmm. all the skills and climb back, not climb back down, just hop on over, or just, hop on off, or just, just or build, redirect. Build, yes, right. Build some more stairways. Build some more steps. Um, we still look at painting one room at the schoolhouse at a time. Uh, taking where we are and utilizing and being able to say, well, I can't paint, but I know someone who can. Let's bring them in together and let's just partner. Let's do it together. And we can. And we can and we will continue just a little bit more with Dr. Cindy Ayers coming up next. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. I was a drug addict for 16 years, but I've been sober almost seven years now. Christian business owner and family man. At Adult and Teen Challenge, we're helping rescue men out of addiction right here in Mississippi and teaching them how to be productive members of society. Help us by donating a vehicle to our vehicle donation program. Any condition, running or not, we pick it up, we do all the paperwork, and you get a tax deduction. Contact us, 601-572-7296, or go to mercyhouseteenchallenge.org. Thank you for helping us get our dad. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close of New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was up 66 to 80.69. May cotton was up 69 to 82.05. Closed the Chicago Board of Trade. March soybeans were down ten and a half to thirteen fifty-four and three quarter per bushel. May soybeans were down eleven and three quarters, thirteen fifty and three quarters per bushel. 
March corn was down six and a quarter to 543 per bushel. May corn was down six and a quarter to 542 and a quarter per bushel. At the mercantile, April live cattle was up 82 to 122.52. June live cattle was up 57 to 118.80. March feeders up 120 to 139.12. April feeders up 117 to 142.25. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 587 points, 30,798. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Hey there, it's Jake Mangum. I love baseball, Mississippi, and Farm Bureau insurance. Throughout my college career, both Mississippi and Farm Bureau supported me immensely. It's no surprise to me that Farm Bureau continues to serve the Mississippi area with the same love they both showed me throughout college. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Everyone these days is trying to connect by sharing what makes them special. At Adama, we know what makes us special. A secret recipe for successful crop protection. Ten scoops listening, two scoops crop protection. Why so darn much listening? Because we believe good crop protection starts with good listening. We pay attention to what's keeping you from the harvest you deserve. Once we know your pain points, we come back with ideas created just for your brand of pest. Adama. A-D-A-M-A dot com. Let's you talk and us listen. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi awaiting you. Make sure you go to visitmississippi.org to find out more and also make sure you take some time to go to supertalk.fm and check out our new site for all the news and information that you can handle as well to find out how to subscribe to all of our podcasts including the good things one where you can go back and listen to Dr. Cindy Ayers as much as you would like if you've missed any of this great conversation today. But I have to know as a farmer, uh, Cindy, does the Groundhog's prediction mean anything to you because from what I hear we've got six more weeks of winter that groundhog is just pretty it means nothing to the farmers <laughs> it means nothing to the it farmers it means nothing to the farmers especially when you're growing in high tunnels uh, it's like we have uh, a shield over over us to help protect so we can actually continue to grow regardless of weather and for us here in this great state of Mississippi with our great climate and great waters uh, we fear nothing. We fear nothing, <laughs> not even the groundhog's shadow, <laughs> or not even having uh, movie cameras come in on the farm. I know your farm, uh, Footprint Farms there in Jackson, has had welcomed a lot of maybe famous faces. So yeah. drop some names for us, Cindy. Oh, wow, we'd love to do that. Well, Kevin Hart actually started all. And, you know, my little pink bus that I still zoom around in was actually wrapped by Kevin Hart, and he autographed it, uh, Heart of the City. So that's 
was a great impact. But we've had Oprah Winfrey um, for, um, production company on farm. Uh, the Magnolia Network's been on farm. Chip um, and Joanna. Chip and Joanna coming soon. Um, we've had, of course, our Mississippi Public Broadcasting um, on the farm with a lot of segments that we're happy about. And, of course, Fertile Ground. Um, we're doing a lot, again, talking about just the plot of the, the food system in America, but especially with us here in Mississippi. So we're, um, we're, we're having a lot of good good things happening from people talking. And, of course, don't, I'm not old enough, but AARP nationally <laughs> actually did the article uh, about uh, the relationship and the partnership we were doing with Jackson Public Schools when this happened to be able to bring fresh food to the families of the scholars. Um, so they picked that story up, and that was great. So it's a, it's a lot of good things happening, um, a lot of new people coming on board to work for the farm, and we have a public relations people now, so it's like we're, we're trying to get the word out to know things are available. But you still got to get seeds in the ground and food coming out, or it doesn't all work. So what's actually going on in the farm today? Well, right now, uh, Dr. Bill Evans, who's our plant scientist, who's been with us for since the beginning, and we have uh, actually we're doing seeding. We're actually seeding our uh, plants for for our uh, transplanting, um, and we'll do this in March. So right now we're getting ready for all those great uh, veggies that we'll be growing: our cucumbers, our squash, our peas, our beans, our cabbages. So we're actually now doing seeding at the farm today. And if we want to think about how we can maybe um, support Footprint Farms, where are you? I know you do CSAs. You mentioned taking truckloads to the Delta. Is there a way we can? get some of your great produce? Absolutely. Well, of course, home is right here. We actually opened the farm every Friday, every Friday, excuse me, every Friday from 3 o'clock until 6. You can come to the farm. We actually set it up like the farmer's market. Everything's socially distanced. You can come in and actually you know, get your food. Um, we also, we're at the farmer's market, at Mississippi Farmer's Market, every Saturday um, from 8 o'clock until 1 um, at this our great facility there right on High Street in Jackson with several other great farmers. We're there, so come on out and see us. Um, we're also doing, getting ready to launch our evening market. It's called the Magnolia Sunset Market, and we're going to be doing this every third Saturday of the month, starting in February. Well, we have vendors out and people can actually come out to our new addition to the farm. We're opening up five acres to um, Time Foundation to improve Mississippi economics, where we're actually looking to do training as well, but also have more trading among self to people to come out and showcase what they're growing, what they're making. A lot of handcrafting will be there. So this is something new that we're excited about. And having some great chefs on the farm as well to start looking and getting ready for what's happening next. This pandemic is going to be gone. Uh, we're going we're gonna to do like we've always done in Mississippi, come out stronger and better. And we're going to be ready for that with a lot of our great chefs to have food available for them to get back to business as well. So we're excited about all the new things that are happening. But you have to put that seed in the soil. Have yeah. to. Yep. And if you've never heard of Footprint Farms before today, then you can start to get to know a little bit better over on all of your social platforms. So Absolutely. where can we find you? You can go to Facebook, Footprint Farms. Our website is footprintfarmsms.com. Uh, uh, you can reach us um, at footprintfarm at gmail.com. Just go to any uh, social media and put in the farmer in Jackson, Mississippi, and we'll pop up. 
And if you have, if she has a pink hat. I do. I then you know that you landed on the right person. <laughs> has a great. Can't, can't leave home without the hat. You, you have leave, to have the hat. No, you can't leave home without Super Talk either. Oh, Dr. Cindy Ayers, this has been a pleasure. We won't. We won't do it. It won't be as long till next Please. time. Please. All right. But y'all stick with us. We've got more for you up next. You got Sports Talk Mississippi from three to six. But Rhino and I'll be back for you tomorrow. But until then, I hope you all take time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.